I'm Leanne Ropesom, and this is the Out of the Fire podcast, where we talk about intercessory prayer, the prophetic, and other Christian topics. Welcome. Last time I talked about that intercessors can not only hear from God, but sometimes we can be mistaken in our hearing and be listening to demonic voices, or most of the time, it's our own imagination. And I thought we'd go on from that and talk for uh, a couple of episodes about how to avoid deception. Deception is the problem that nobody wants, yet it's a trap that is most easily fallen into. And the tricky part is, when you're already there, it's pretty hard to perceive that you are deceived, although there are some definite warning flags. The Apostle Paul comments that in the last days perilous times shall come, and he said that in 2 Timothy 3.1, and the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned to fables. And that's in 2 Timothy 4, verses 3 and 4. John tells us in 1 John 2.18 that we are already living in the last times when the Antichrist spirit infects many. Jesus warned that in the last days false Christs, false prophets, and false signs and wonders would abound so that, if possible, they shall deceive even the elect or the chosen. And he said that in Matthew 24, 24. What are we to do to keep ourselves from deception? Well, in the next couple of episodes, we'll discuss how people get into deception, how to get out once we're there, and how to keep out of it in the first place. I've been surprised as I've prepared for this series to find out how much time was spent by the Bible apostles putting out fires of deception. Deception is a major theme throughout the New Testament. Jesus, Paul, Peter, John, and Jude just hammered away at this topic. Avoiding deception seems to have been the uppermost topic in Paul's mind when he wrote his two letters to Timothy. And if it's that important to God, it had better be important to us as well. We can be encouraged in knowing that God has provided ample instruction to keep us out of trouble. It's possible for us to walk in the light without fear of erring into darkness. We can be confident that God will keep us from error or that he'll pick us out of it if we start to go there because he loves us so much. It's only when we resist his promptings that we stay mired in deception. I've often heard the teaching that deceived people don't know they're deceived, but I think there are some warning flags that can tip us off if we are deceived. God does give us some clues to help us figure these things out if we're just willing to listen. He wouldn't be a good God if he didn't. Now here are some indicators to watch for. Ask yourself, are you consistently not peaceful inside? I've known people who claim to be in right relationship with Jesus, yet they admitted having no peace whatsoever inside 
And one of them even told me that she turned to yoga in an attempt to achieve peace. Romans 5.1 tells us, Therefore, being justified or declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace is part of our heritage as believers. When we lack peace on a regular basis, it could be a sign that the Lord is trying to speak to us about something and we don't want to listen. Ask yourself, do you feel confused a good deal of the time? Well, what does the Bible say? In 1 Corinthians 14.33, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. 1 Corinthians 2.16 tells us that believers have the mind of Christ. Jesus was not confused in his mind at any point. The enemy is the author of confusion, and if we're in that state most of the time, deception in our minds is probably the culprit. Ask yourself, are you unwilling to be connected with a church fellowship and to sit under a pastor's teaching? There are a lot of unchurched people who think they know so much about the Bible that there's no reason for them to listen to a pastor preach and thereby learn something. Paul had an answer for this attitude in 1 Corinthians 8.2. If any man thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. I've also come across unchurched people who say they have a deeper relationship with the Lord than they did while connected with a church fellowship. Yet five minutes conversation reveals that there's grave biblical error in their thinking that they do not perceive. So ask yourself, why are you unwilling to be part of a local church? And by local church, I don't only mean the institutional church. It could be a home fellowship. It's a question demanding an honest answer. The root problem needs to be faced before the Lord. He's the one who said not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together in Hebrews 10.25. Ask yourself, do you refuse to take correction from your pastor? An unteachable heart harbors pride. And as we will see as we go on with this series, pride is a major open door to deception. God exhorts us in Hebrews 13, 17, Obey your leaders and accept their authority. They take care of you because they are responsible for you. Ask yourself, are you blaming other people and being critical all the time? When someone is busy pointing the finger at others or trying to shift the blame, they've got something to hide, something they're afraid of having exposed, or they think they're superior to their fellow believers, and that's a deception in itself. Romans 12:3 says, For I say to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. The root of this one can also be feeling grossly inferior and insecure and wanting to feel superior to others as a relief from insecurity. This is deception because God has already assured us that every one of us is immensely valuable to him. For instance, you can find that in Luke 12, verse 7. He's also said he's no respecter of persons. Take a look at Acts 10, 34. And then each of us has a unique 
place to fill. Take a look at 1 Corinthians 12, verses 14 through 26 for confirmation on that one. Ask yourself, do you avoid reading the Bible and make excuses for staying away from it? Do you read books by Christian authors and tell yourself that you get enough Bible, read, Bible through them? Avoiding the Bible indicates a fear of the truth. The deception inside does not want to be exposed. Jesus said, light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light. For everyone who does evil hates the light, neither comes to the light for fear of his deeds being reproved. And that's in John verse, uh, uh, chapter 3, verses 19 and 20. Ask yourself, do you shy away from intimate, quiet time with the Lord? The Holy Spirit has a way of bringing to our attention things that God is not pleased with in us. When we avoid spending time communing with Him, there is a likelihood that we're uncomfortable about something in our lives that we would prefer to hang on to and keep hidden. We are afraid that God will put his finger on it if we spend time with him. But the proper response to God is laid out for us in Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way that is everlasting. Any time that we want to hide from ourselves, our God, or other people out of fear of exposure, there's deception going on. The Lord wants us to be able to walk in the light as he is in the light, as it says in 1 John 1.7. There is complete freedom in the light. Now, in our next episode, we'll talk about ways that deception can creep into the Christian life. This post today, this episode, is uh, an excerpt from my book, The Intercessor Manual, which you can find at my website, characterbuildingforfamilies.com. You can also find The Intercessor Manual at Amazon and many other fine book retailers. Thank you for listening. This is Leanne Robesome with Out of the Fire.